0: Welcome to Hellfire Club, uh, also known as Lovely Chaotic. Welcome and Happy Halloween. Uh, this is our special Halloween episode. Uh, Nothing special think, about it is us,
1: because we're, we're all special. That is true. We all come from special parts of our own mind. Yes, we do. Um, uh, don't welcome. you know that I sell some of the best cheese? If you come and buy my cheese, It'll you smell a, like your toes Are you and your a feet.
0: Viking or a uh, a Minnesotan? <laughs> I, I
1: don't know if there's much of a difference depending on your perspective.
0: <laughs> Welcome. Thank you
1: for joining
2: us.
0: Uh as with me always is my Viking friend, uh Olaf van Ograson. <laughs> Olaf Van Ograson. And uh the the uh the good witch of the Northeast
1: corridor. <laughs> I think I think she's the good witch of the southwest. Okay, southwest, uh, she uh, <laughs> she eats at the tacos. You know, she's good. To, I, she's a good witch.
2: I enterprise in you know airlines, so you know I had to broaden my horizon. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: thank you for joining us um, tonight. We are going to be talking about uh, some awesome real world places that you could visit to experience all kinds of cool fantasy uh, realms. Um, but first uh, do we have any announcements? BerryBot
2: um no we have although actually I have a special one shot for this weekend on Saturday from 4pm to 7pm pacific time over on the D, D- Club's Twitch yeah. channel for a special one shot with, uh our DM here, Mr. Jason. Mr. So come and check us out. and should be a rip-roaring fun. I will be playing part Etten. So that should be really fun. Half of an Etten,
0: <laughs> one head of an Etten. That should be extremely interesting. I want to see that. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Jace, you got any announcements? What are you do. I up just, to now? 27
1: I, tables a week? I I just wrapped up my fifth campaign. um, And Wow! Um, not only am I just like floored at how amazing it's been over the course of the last five weeks. So, my my Friday, Saturdays, and Sunday games are still going. Um, uh, my Tuesday night or my Tuesday three to six, my Wednesday three to six, and my Wednesday seven to ten wrapped up. Um, and then before that, my Denizens and Masters had wrapped up. Um, I'm just like I'm on cloud nine because. All those same groups I wrapped up, with the exception of the Denizens and Masters group, which was my more private group. Um, they all wanted to do another campaign together. Each each of those tables. That's awesome. Holy so cow. I now have three second spark tables. Awesome. Um, that I've what? reorganized and beginning get, to get ready to launch those. I'm like I'm floored. Yeah. So Sweet. got a lot going on. Got a lot going on, and you know, um, you know, I just. I don't know. It's crazy. If you would have told me this was all possible ten years ago, I would have been like, "What?" Can't be,
0: <laughs> well, can't that be is that with is, an
1: old man like that.
0: That's fantastic. Um, I got no. What about
2: ad- you, Brian? I got no uh,
0: announcements. Uh, You're rocking I,
2: the, the locks tonight. I am You're rocking
0: like, the locks, and so uh, I gotta say, I think I prefer bald because this is hot as shit. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna have to lose this jacket, and then I might have to lose the hair. But we'll see how long I can hold out. Um, no, I ran, uh, ran one of my games last night, my homebrew campaign, uh, with my, uh, my, uh, primo star group running that I'm, I'm, uh, utilizing them as kind of a, uh, I'm incorporating their decisions in helping me actually write the campaign, which is really cool. Ooh. Um, and it's informed a lot of the, uh, the writing that I've done. So we were playing last night and, uh, they, uh, um, hit uh, one of the uh, encounters of, of one of the big bad evil guys, and uh, it couldn't have gone more uh, perfectly. It was they—they they did an awesome job. Uh, there was one point—I won't make this a long story—but a uh, little Look bit of sort, little, <laughs> a little bit of sorcerer's wild magic happened at one point, and uh, they almost uh, fireballed themselves and killed the entire party. No joke but i uh yeah i I had to pull the dm card and and re-roll that one because that would have been a sad ending to a good story you're Um, a most
2: merciful dm
0: (laughs) yeah i was in a good mood so um yeah that's all i got so uh sharon take us away what are we talking about tonight
2: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Lawfully Chaotic special edition of Halloween. Uh, Today we are gonna be talking about all things magical today. Places that you can actually visit. Uh, We are going to walk through the many different places, 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 places. I said it like 10 times right now, sorry folks. Uh, (laughs) So these are (laughs) magical, fantastical realms that you can visit yourself. So we are gonna dive into the very first themed D&D place, Evermore Park.
0: Evermore Park. And
2: Jason, I uh, heard from a bird that you've actually visited this place. Can you tell I us have. more about it?
1: Um, So, I, when I was newly single, um, about four or five years ago, before I met Callista, I was in between realities. I was still working <laughs> my heavily, heavily difficult corporate job. I had a weekend all to myself. I got up on a um, Friday morning, used the vacation day, and I drove out to this little place called Evermore Park, because I was I think I was either on I, I, I want to say either Ginny D or Molly, one of the two um, <laughs> uh, um, young ladies at d d that I like to follow, and she was um, I can't think of her name right now, but she was doing some stuff with the rooster, um, but I was like, there was this Great story about supposedly this park that was D and D themed, or you could go live your D and D experience, and it was called Evermore Park out in Utah. And I drove out, uh, just piled in the car. It was like I think it was like only their second or third time uh, being open because they do like seasonal oh, wow. ticket stuff. So
2: you were stuff. at the beginning.
1: Yeah, and they do like seasonal ticket stuff, so it's not like you know, um, you know, you, it was it's only it was only open for a brief period of time, like they're season of aurora or their season of summer or their mm-hmm. so you bought your ticket you showed up and i i knew that it was brand new so there was not really a great deal of expectation you know like brand new places they do really excellent jobs of marketing themselves i was so just gonna when say you get there you- so that when you get there you're like okay there's just like three buildings i don't understand so <laughs> it, it, you could tell i had a lot to go Right, but I I've always wanted that experience of being somewhere for the first time, knowing that like five ten years later when it was like fully evolved and flushed out, you'd have that really cool memory of what it was compared to what it 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 became. And I always knew that in the long run. So the the owners, the park owners, um, used to work for Disney. Oh wow! Um, Oh really? uh, Yeah, they used to work for Disney. Uh, Part of their um. uh, I want to say the um, light and magic portion of of Disney. Yep. Which if you see the place at night, it totally makes sense. Because at night, that place is gorgeous. Now, that being said, I went when it was cold. so I I dressed up in all my um, Viking, um, my key roost Viking attire and had my big hat and my big roost coat and Wandered around and and you know what? it was fun. I'm glad I did it. It was a lot of fun. Looking at what they do now, it's night and day compared to what was there before. Right? How so, so? Um, they have a lot more acts. They have more buildings that are done. Um, they have more food options. The restaurant wasn't done yet, so the restaurant, which sits just outside the park, and you have to like you know make a reservation to eat there, is gorgeous. When I was there, it was just this big, huge. Gorgeous outside building that hadn't been fully realized inside yet. And now that's all done. Um, the character involvement is a lot more. Their guild, um, like their guild interactions are a lot more. There's a lot more people doing guilds. Um, and it truly is like it's an immersive experience. Everything you do there is fully immersive, and it's a lot of fun. It really is. That's yes. awesome. And I can't wait to go back.
2: Yes, for those uh, that have never heard of Evermore Park, basically it's this uh, theme park out in Utah where you can actually dress up in your D&D characters. And there's actually events where you, you're you given a quest and you actually go throughout the park and, you know, talk to different people different characters in the park. And you're actually able to learn as you go and take these quests the lore of the entire park. And there's actually seasonal uh, events in the park that have an ever-changing storyline to it. So, so cool! Uh, yeah, that's it's really cool. You could do archery. You could go to the tavern and meet like a dwarven, you know, bartender there. He'll tell you tales and stories of like, you know, youth. I, I haven't been there personally, but that is definitely one of my bucket list place to go. So
0: <laughs> that's awesome, uh, Andrew. Thanks for joining us, man. Good to see you back. Um, very cool. Uh, I have never been to one of these places. I haven't even been, even been to Medieval Times. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> Closest thing I've done is is uh like the, the Bristol Renaissance Fair and, and <laughs> yeah, Right. Well, what do you
1: think of the Bristol Renaissance Fair? Because I think the Ren Fair should get some time. We'll we'll talk. Yeah. About I mean, Fair. so Bristol is um
0: uh Bristol's in uh. Rac- well, yeah, it's right outside of Racine, Wisconsin. Um, so it's like an hour for me. Um, if there's no traffic, I'd probably get there in 40 minutes. Um, but uh, I like it. They've been there. I remember going there as a kid with my high school buddies. Mm. Um, so it has been there forever. And it is now, I mean, I think... And, and somebody could probably correct me if I'm wrong, and I may very well be. But I think it started out as just like... Um, uh, oh hey uh, Jordan what's up man uh, thank you for uh, joining us um, yeah Bristol is fun uh, and if I remember correctly it started as like a pop up thing you know like mm. you would expect like kind of traveling carnival um, fair. god damn
2: it <laughs> it's like stabbing you in the eye you know
0: I I always say that no, I, I miss hair you, I don't think I really do it's <laughs> a fucking pain in the ass um, <laughs> so uh, yeah honestly no medieval time. I have not been to medieval times um but now Bristol now is i mean it is a permanent fixture like there, it, it never is never heard of it it's like a city in its own right um awesome yeah and uh they do a really they do a really good job um everybody there is is in costumes and and like you said it's it's very immersive um it's it's really it's really cool that's it's the extent of my um my uh, immersive, uh, like fantasy realm, IRL adventure. So that's in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, not Racine. Yeah. Okay. So, Very cool. Yeah, super yeah, close. It's-, it's right over the border.
2: It's so funny because I've never actually been to any of the uh, uh, medieval times, like uh, Renaissance fair, it's uh,
1: the one over in uh, what where Nutty Farm is, if it's still there. Well, no, I'm I meant sure the, the
2: Renaissance fair. Oh, the but- Ren
1: fair. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah is, is knott's berry farm still there oh yeah yeah that's
0: anaheim right ish
1: yes ish yeah yeah it, uh, no it's um it's, it's like uh it's way past Wayne park. park thank you oh yeah, yeah. okay okay way park
2: so uh next up on our list is called good nights and this yeah. is actually in canada So what's really cool about this place is that there are actually two themed parts to this place. Uh, There is one up and coming. I went to an Arcane Immersive Experience. That was amazing. Ooh, How fun! Yeah, thank you for sharing that link. Um, Thanks, Torch. So, Good Nights in Canada, they actually have two parts, and one part is a Lord of the Rings theme. You can actually sleep inside a hillside burrow and you get given costumes and you get to live and eat like a hobbit and it's I love I love Lord of the Rings and what better way to live it and breathe it than live in a hobbit burrow? I actually think that if
0: New Zealand was smart they would just turn themselves into Middle Earth like full time.
2: Well is the boroughs
1: Just are like still in, there, there, am I like, right? Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think yeah. that's uh, uh, oh, come on, Torch. Now you're, you've gone too far.
0: <laughs> <You know what>? <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> uh, they are still there. The Shire is still there. Yeah,
0: oh yeah, gosh. it's actually, I think, a tourist attraction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> adventure. I didn't know Br- Bristol actually is one of the biggest in the U.S., I didn't know that.
1: Um, yeah, I think the second is the one in Irwindale that we have during the, okay. uh, the right. opening season. They get like. I don't know. Maybe they're open for about a month and a half. They'll get over a hundred thousand people that, that cycle through it. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it takes you a good two to three hours just to
0: make one pass through. Yeah. No way. Yeah, Bristol's big. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's become a little city in and of itself. Well,
1: and it's and it's crazy because in Southern California, Ren Fair has a season, right? So we were just talking about the closing of the Ren Fair season coming up. So in the Southwest, we have the opening, which is Irwindale huh. Um, and then we have, um, after Irwindale, uh, we have Cronenberg, which is in Corona. Um, and then after Cronenberg, we have our summer season where it's kind of too hot to do anything. So then it, it, it kicks off again in um, September. We have Big Bear, Wild, Escondido. So we have like five Ren Fairs that cycle every year.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. See, yeah. Bristol is
1: open when they open; they're open for
0: the entire summer. Gotcha. Obviously, it's a cool. shorter season because you guys don't have winter. But right, um, right, right. Yeah. We don't <laughs> have winters. What's what's winter? I'll, I'll it, it, on, uh, in a in a <laughs> two months snow? in two months I'll show you. I'll open my secret door back here. <laughs> well, and
1: that's that's really funny too, because like I was in a big meeting today with uh, my corporate gig, and uh, they were all laughing and talking about the snow, and I. There's like 25 people in the meeting, and it was like my first big meeting with everybody. And I just piped in. I go, "What is this snow you speak of? This <laughs> is mystery, magic? What are you doing?" And they're like, "They're like, where are you from?" I'm like, "I'm in Southern California." They're like, "Oh yeah, it would be a mystery." To yeah, you, they're it? all like, a fucker <laughs>
2: Yeah, so for good nights in Canada, you're able uh, to live as a hobbit. And there's also a medieval side to it where you can actually sleep in, like, I don't know if you've seen those shows where, like, the king has, like, an elaborate tent. And, like, he gets to hunting, sleep Like, in hunting
0: expeditions.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's actually a section where you can actually sleep that way and also do archery. And there's, I think there's sword classes, too, that they provide. That's and you get cool. the feast in a big hall. It's so cool.
1: Yeah, um, and it looks like their season runs from May 13th to August or October 1st. Yes, which is really and what I'm really happy to see is it's an up-to-date website, right? Because let's be honest, a lot of these places that suddenly appear could just as easily disappear when right, when oh, yeah theme-centric places struggle <laughs> to find an audience, right? Yeah. So, um, and it looks like they have plans for 2023 and they started in 2017. So I feel like that's a, that's a place you can rely on. You know, I think that's awesome. Oh my God, that would be stay in a castle formerly owned by William Shatner.
2: No way. For sales, Kentucky.
1: Kentucky,
0: Kentucky, that's drivable for me. I got to look that up. (laughs) Well that reminds me, where's the the D and D in a castle thing? That's in England, right?
2: It's Scott, yeah, that's in England. I
1: think Scotland has one, and Scotland? I think England has one, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they've become like, they've become like almost like um, traveling packages mm-hmm. to a certain degree. I, okay. You know, like, like theme packages. I know the one that d d Beyond did, which is yeah. one I know that me and Barry probably are referencing. Okay. The, um, uh, a group of the professional d d developers, creators, whatever, went and did a fun session in the England one. And I'm pretty sure there's a British one too, but or I'm sorry, a uh, Scottish one. British <laughs> England, okay. right? I think
2: that's so smart too. So wow. would assume, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so so I figured that's what it was where you, like you go whatever it is 3 4 days and it's a whole package and you just play D&D the whole time. That would be mind blowing. That would be awesome. I don't know right? what I'd really? want to do more, sit down and play <laughs> D&D or run around actually with swords and run around the castle and you know fight <laughs> each other.
2: You'll be hiding in one of the suits of armor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just his just his Hellfire Club hair sticking out. <laughs> yeah, ever, so since it Brian, be, uh, ever since Brian dressed up, he just can't give up the long hair. It's
2: like it's my real hair,
1: Don't I'm about three minutes from
0: taking it off because I am like, my neck is just soaked.
2: What do you mean, Brian? Okay, yeah. Come on.
0: <laughs> Flourish. Well, I don't right know away. what this... I think this Flourish. wig is made of, like, horsetail hair or something because it is uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I think... And I, and the one thing I love about these things, like, Evermore Park, the the good nights in Canada, I think there's a real, you know, there's a real want for people to want to be outside Ooh. again, you know, amongst people and enjoy, like, fantasy oh, that's again, awesome. you know,
0: post-COVID. Holy oh, God. wow, so they have specific DMs. Oh, shit, I'm gonna have to run some
1: games, and I'm gonna have to run some games in England in a fucking car. Oh, speaking of which, have you guys heard about the d cruises?
2: <laughs> I think they so. Have
1: d- they have D&D cruises now. Uh, Calista found, uh, I think, a Royal Norwegian that mm-hmm. you buy a whole package to play d on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm.
0: Like a full size cruise ship? Yeah, yeah, like the the real deal. So there's like 30,000 30, people playing <laughs> D D on a boat. On a boat. I'm not sure race. how I feel about that. That's, yeah. that. that to me that to me sounds like just hopping on the bandwagon.
1: Oh come on. That bandwagon's full of nerds. It'll be okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you can go on a cruise and play D&D and get uh,
0: Nova Virus or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, brother.
2: It's quite some sharks at sea. <laughs> um, Alright, so those are the places that you can visit as a park. Now, have you guys ever wanted to eat or drink at a D&D themed restaurant? Why, yes, I have. You have? Well, I have. Let me tell you About the uh, multiples of places that you can actually go to experience this. Feast like a king, drink like a bard. So first up is TPK Brewery in Portland, Oregon, where it's a TTRPG brew pub that offers newbies and goblin, uh, dice goblins alike for a actually D&D themed brews. And also you're welcome to join their campaign as well
0: lawfully chaotic on live cruise. on a cruise ship
2: <laughs> it would probably catch on fire
0: <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, we might need more than we might need more than you seven who, who join us faithfully every week
1: <laughs> although I guess if it's a small enough boat it'd be perfect So, well, I mean, and Barrett since you bring up the TPK brewing I've always wanted to open up a D&D uh, themed coffee house where like Ooh. all the coffee is named after D&D references that's like cool. you know, uh, you know, drow extra dark or, uh, <laughs> you know, bold orc or you know just you know uh, uh, you know lucky feet whatever just like have a real fun kind of like you know D and D theme around barbold
0: barboldian brew yeah
1: yeah you know it just yeah I, it, you know it's so Baldur's easy brew get, <sighs> yeah Baldur's I love brew. it Baldur's brew right I there love it there you go. <laughs> Baldur's Gate <bell> <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's one of Brian's friends. Because of that age group where they worry about
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, are so these, Sharon, are these specifically restaurants or are these like taverns where you can go play games and also do coffee and drinks?
2: Well, for TPK Brewery, it is a place to just imbibe and also play D&D. What's really cool is that they offer small-scale campaigns for newbies and, you know, uh, just casual gamers alike. But there's also a themed campaign with the brewery uh, called the Layfarers Chronicle that you can actually join in on. And uh, there are actually themed beers for what happens in the campaign as well as, as the season, like the climate. So I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, if if a castle's in Siege, they're gonna release like a castle brew that's like, you know, uh, Castle Siege or something. So I think that's really interesting and they're actually gonna be opening in uh, spring of next year, so. And where are they,
0: Portland? Yes. Oregon or Maine?
2: Portland, Oregon.
0: Cool. That's awesome. All right, what do we got next?
2: All right. Yeah, this has got all me you-
1: going back down my rabbit hole of like all the places. I mean, like, all the, <laughs> like the game shops. It, you know, it's funny because I know we're talking about eateries and stuff like that. And looking at the splintered wand when um, Barry sent that out, that is just so cool. That's just so cool.
2: Yes. So that's actually next up on our list. Uh, all you wizened wizards and wobbly woozy wizards
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wobbly have you goblies? ever wanted to
2: go to a pub and imbibe and uh, regale all tales of old well look no further to the splintered one in Seattle uh, where the wizard bar is owned by Jeffrey Thaddeus Constantine Balk a centuries old wizard that happens to use that title and interviews as well.
1: Oh my God, and what's really awesome. interesting
2: about this place is that there's an alchemist uh, section where you can uh, brew your own special potions and also dine with dragon bones. So there's actually a small, fun little fact about, about this restaurant. Not only is it owned by wizards, but there is a uh, body of a skeleton that's at, at the bar. It appears that it was a wizard that a long time ago, <laughs> kind of passed out and never left. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: Drunk. love it. I love it.
0: Okay, this place looks phenomenal.
1: Well, I was just looking at their menu, the names, right? That to me, that's always the fun part when you do things like this. Like, yeah, you know, to make it immersive when they when they come up with the cool names, you know, like uh, the cauldron cake, uh-huh. the spitting fizzle nest, the clinging toffee pudding clinking um, toffee pudding yeah they've got um the one I saw that looked really really funny the deviled eggs which fix, fits you know it's always good tadpole in a hole I thought that <laughs> was pretty cool I just I love stuff like that I think it's just such a great way to like the one thing I really love about this list and about all the ideas of places like this, like this if you find yourself um if you find yourself <laughs> <laughs> not that big If you find yourself... I'm sure they've
2: asked that question at least once. (laughs) You
1: know, if you find yourself being, like, isolated, you know, like, um, you feel like you're an only nerd, and you end up at places like this, you just kind of... Suddenly, you meet a couple Mm -hmm. more people Mm -hmm. that are just as nerdy, and before long, you've got a group of maybe four or five like-minded people. You may get a game out of it. You may... You know, your D&D-centric conversation, and then suddenly, you guys agree to have beers or whatever, and, and... Chill out and play a game. I I just love immersive places like this. It's just so cool. Yeah, yeah
0: it's so really cool.
1: fun to
2: visit. Yeah, so and this bar is actually open to y'all to visit. So be sure to check it out in Seattle. Um, we'll be sure to uh, drop links to their Instagram and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's such a really fun place. The Splintered Wand. That's like that's such a perfect name for <laughs> a yeah. wizard hub. What what would you guys name your uh...
1: Diagon alley? <laughs> copyright infringement.
2: Yeah, <laughs> copyright.
1: Demonetized. Demonetized.
2: Chat. I'm curious. What would you name your D and D themed or wizard themed restaurant or bar? I'd love to hear it. I think I think Dimension Door would be fun because you could have that a rotating is... theme.
0: Actually, that is a really clever name.
2: Yeah. yeah because you
0: are entering a different uh I agree. I a like a different that world. world.
1: Um Exactly.
2: And it's right on the nose with the dV spell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how your local <laughs> commerce <laughs> I'm not sure how your local commerce would appreciate that. Although I do appreciate it. But you're... <laughs> <laughs>
2: or the the salty mummy. I
1: sometimes get very like Thematic about the um, oh, I like that. I the like, the, I like, that. I like that. <laughs> the, the medieval something? That.
2: Well, and I, live performances from artists. Oh,
1: <gasps> I built so be many. So fun. I, I enjoy building so much content. I always find myself getting lost in the idea that my, my taverns and inns that I build for in game could become real, you know, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yep,
2: <laughs> exactly. And they brought that uh, into the real world. And I think that's so fun.
1: So cool. So cool. So
2: the last and very certainly not least, we have the Griffin and Gargoyle in Wisconsin. This is the birthplace of Gary Gygax D&D itself. Uh, (laughs) And
0: an hour for me.
2: So for all of you this is a an adventurer's bar and restaurant with a wizard antiquity shop that is called that is attached that's called the wizards the curated Curi- Curi- curiosities. And what's really great about this place is not only that you could sit and eat and experience all things medieval and D&D but you could also actually shop from actual artisans and get your adventuring gear anything like your clothes your uh your wands, your uh, utility belt of awesome. <laughs> yeah. And you could find that all here. And then oh, we'll I love see-
1: that part. The gnome alchemist. right? That's the bar, right, Bear? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's
0: so cool. When is this place supposed to open? I need to go up there.
1: 2024.
2: Yes, in 2024.
0: <laughs> Very cool.
1: So I do so- have a little surprise for you, which I mm-hmm. plan on taking my significant other to. We have a restaurant here in Southern California called The Hobbit Restaurant. What? Yeah, Yeah, it's in Orange County and it's called The Hobbit Restaurant. I dropped the link in the chat. It is absolutely amazing. And I'll be booking that place for a very special thing I have planned for me and my significant other. So, yes. It'll be both a dating anniversary on top of another plan I have in mind. <laughs> oh it doesn't it doesn't look necessarily it looks like the the
0: menu is right right that it, the menu is very hobbit themed right. but the restaurant is, it's not like an immersive thing actually it looks like a very nice restaurant
1: uh, it is but they it's their wine cave that has every like their wine basement ah. It feels like you're inside the Green dragon uh, tavern what? from the Hobbit That's only cool. I mean, it's all oh, wine thing, right crazy. it's all like a, wi- a wine house theme. No
2: uh, way! How am I barely finding out about this? Ooh! I mean, it looks very
0: fancy. They don't have—they uh, don't have uh,
1: gallery. Um, which webpage are you on? The one I put in there? The Hobbit Restaurant. Oh, interesting. Because when I land on their page, mm-hmm. their I locations. get their their home. Go to their homepage because their homepage has all their gallery shots. Oh
2: wait, that's
0: Ocean City. Oh, my God, that's like.
1: That's the wrong one, my friend.
2: <laughs> that's Ocean City. That's probably like another branch. Huh. That's in Virginia.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the wrong link that you went to. Well, that's then. weird.
2: Well, now we know that there's two.
1: <laughs> the, the The link's in the chat. It should be that link I put in the private chat or the comments. Uh, we'll check it out later. <laughs> we should do our time. Move on. He's such a technically challenged person. We do need to get him a production designer for sure. <laughs> for absolute sure. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, so um, these are all the uh, D&D themed parks and restaurants. Uh, yeah. Which one of which places have you guys wanted to go to from this list?
0: and I well I want to go to the griffin and the
1: gargoyle alone because it's close by but otherwise uh, you should go to the knights one that's pretty close to you Canada's not that far right <laughs> yeah it's Depend- only a half away Depends where in Canada Alberta I think Alberta isn't that the yeah. top <laughs> I love how you talk about the a, a country's location as having a top <laughs> and- that's where all the snow is I think <laughs> Oh my god! This is uh, I, 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 promised myself I wasn't going to go down this rabbit hole, but I can't help it. There are a lot of people g- doing this now. Like there's so venture uh, the restaurants. It's Ven- crazy.
0: Ven- venture Barrybot and uh, and Storyteller TTRPG Academy. Jason are from LA or thereabouts, and I'm in Chicago, Southern
1: California.
0: Yeah. <sighs>
2: Where the sun shines.
0: Where the sun shines. Okay, I think I'm perfect. gonna have to de-wig myself because I can't take this anymore. This is like
2: <laughs> this is like
0: a prisoner of war camp torture. So I'm gonna lose the hair. You will
1: suffer for your passion. Oh,
2: you should have had <sighs> it off. <laughs> uh, 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 oh
0: my god. That's brutal. Air. <laughs> This is Eddie Munson
2: 50 years later.
0: (laughs) If he didn't die.
2: Oops. Hey, hey, hey. (coughs) Hey, Uh. Yeah, so I actually really like that um, people went out of their way to create these places. Especially, like, I really love the fact with Evermore Park that you're able to, like, actually dress in your DD character and actually go on DD like quests like yeah. there's actually a tavern with dwarves and like there's that's you really know, cool yeah you're basically it's like taking skyrim quests oh and then what's really cool is that you actually level up in the park too like um hmm oh you level up with the guilds that you join so there's different factions that you could actually join. You could join like the the Rangers Guild, or mm-hmm. um, that's cool. Yeah, and so like every
1: cool. hour you could become an initiate. So, and what's really cool about that? It's a good that I'm glad you brought that one back up there because I'd forgotten about that. What's really cool is that you don't have to like be an official member of the park to start up a guild you could just roll in and if you have enough people in your group that go on a regular basis during the season, you just start your own guild and you create your own immersive experience that invites people to be initiated into your guild. So there's like Viking guilds, um, the Nightwalker Mm -hmm. guilds and the goblins and the orcs and the pygmies. And there's like all these different guilds and a lot of these are just um, sponsored by people who go on a regular basis. And they, you know, they're so immersed into the experience that they just totally get into it and, and they build guilds and then they do events within the park to, you know, I'll say the only thing I think they really need to work on. And I don't know what the restrictions are. They need to work on the food choices. When I went there, <laughs> what's
2: wrong with the food?
1: Well, there's not enough choices. It's so the, limited. The oldie Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's not that. It's just they don't let you bring food from the outside in. So if you have a, a you know, like a, an actual diet restriction, it could be very challenging, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if you're a park that, that says you're not allowed to bring in food, then you should have a pretty robust offering of food. And I think, yeah. you know, I think, I think like anything, wow. developing a food menu, developing a safe preparation and a safe, you know, food, is, food setting up food menus is not easy. It takes a lot of effort. You oh, know, yeah. So How
0: long have they been around?
1: Uh, Five years now, I want to say. Well, actually, there you go. I mean, um, that's still relatively young. Not even that. Actually, not even that long. I'm I'm looking at their history date. Um, it might be three or four years, actually. What? Yeah. And they've grown.
2: Oh my gosh, they've actually grown a lot since then.
1: Yeah,
0: maybe four. This D and I I I'm gonna go out on a limb. This D and D thing, I think it's
1: gonna catch on.
2: (laughs) <laughs> indeed yeah I mean I just barely heard about it
1: <clears throat> just recently I heard about it yeah, yeah that's mean, strange
2: uh...
0: that's awesome now I want to open like a themed group of... actually um there's a place literally down the street from me it's like four blocks from here called snakes and lattes hey uh Andrew have you, have <laughs> you been over there or did you just that's where they were gonna set up the bachelor party um but ended up not i have yet to be over there um so i don't know if anybody in the chicago area has actually been over there and and how good it is i need to check that out i uh i may actually do that this weekend maybe maybe next weekend uh okay so he just went over there but he but he didn't go uh he didn't go uh too far in um so I have to check that out. But there, are, I think there are a lot of like D and D theme brew pubs uh, opened up of oh, theme rooms for playing. That's Ooh. that's cool. You know, like like gaming pubs.
1: Right, um, right, yeah. yeah. And I There's really nothing... want to do that. I really want to find a local pub to me. Say And I want to dedicate like once or twice a night to going Ooh. there and like sponsoring you know a, a, a live game, you know, within a pub environment. I think that would yeah. be awesome. Where's that new one in Chicago opening? Um, Yeah, that is... Uh... Evermore opened September of 2018. So they've been open for only four years. Mm, okay.
2: Yeah, and speaking of, like, uh, pubs, there's actually this one that I go to frequently. It's called Guildhall. And you could actually play your board games there, your d and games there as well. And it's encouraged actually this week <laughs> that you get to dress up in like your uh, d d character costume. And what's fun though, is that uh, these pubs, uh, the cast of Critical Role has actually been there. There's actually signed uh, copies of their posters uh, from campaign one and campaign two there. Oh yeah. Really great. I hope to crash into them one of these days <laughs> and scare the fuck out of them.
0: <laughs> you know when it's good when they were when they were in Chicago. Um, I found out when they were in Chicago uh, to do that uh, that live show downtown. They the bar that they went to that night afterwards just to hang out is also four blocks down the street the other way. Oh,
1: that's no. funny. Oh, I was that's
0: like, hysterical. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so- I uh, I texted uh, Marisha um, to let me know where they were, but surprisingly enough, she didn't text me back.
2: No, <laughs> and
1: I'm not joking. <laughs> I wonder what the effort is, though. You know, I wonder what that effort must be to open a place like that. Because, yeah, is it risky when you focus on a theme to open up a place? Yeah, I think if you have alcohol, pff, I mean, what how.
0: Risky, could it be? I mean,
1: well, I don't know. and I think it depends. Uh, depends on where you open up at and what the effort is to get. An, I was just going to license. I
0: think. was just going to say, oh, yeah. in Chicago, it's risky because getting licenses out here is is like, I mean, it's fucking Chicago. So,
1: well, let your imagination we have run the wild. Um, California, we have the lottery system for yeah. for um, licenses. So it's like you pay a, every year, you pay a flat amount of money to get into the lotto that you may never get picked. That's why licenses become so expensive, especially ones that are grandfathered in. So, you know, when I look at all these themed areas, like these themed ideas, um,
0: are you talking about Map Room? Because that's also that's two blocks from my house.
1: (laughs) That's crazy.
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, Map Room. It's, All right, Brian,
2: you're going to be our foodie for the for the show. Yeah, Map
0: Room. <laughs> Map Room is it's very cool. Um, their beer menu is like fucking ridiculous. They've got about seventeen thousand beers, um, and that is literally at the end of my street. Um, so yeah, I, I think I was just going to say, uh, uh, Jason, I, I agree with you. I think it depends on 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 how difficult it is in in your area to get a right. liquor license. In Chicago, it's it's virtually impossible. Um, unless you've got either corporate backing or a lot of money to dump into people's pockets. So yeah,
2: yeah, I, I believe I, there's even like a, a uh, star Wars themed and a Harry Potter themed uh, bar here in LA. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. No joke. Um, <laughs> star Wars bar.
2: Yeah. There's a star Wars bar. Uh, I should have included that in the link. I'm sorry. Y'all um but yeah i i forget what it's called but um i think there's even like a star wars barn in the the disneyland part oh yeah well there's a
0: whole star wars area in the in the yeah yeah
2: i haven't been star wars
0: experience yeah or uh whatever it's called. I'm off my g- I'm exhausted. I'm I apologize. I've been doing a lot of housework the past couple of weeks and it's caught up with me. So I'm, my brain is working on about, you know, two cylinders. So
2: Your brain is <laughs> Galaxy's edge. Thank
0: you, Andrew. Yeah,
2: thank you. <laughs> and the cantina,
0: yes, whoops. Uh the cantina, yeah. And Galaxy.
2: Yeah. Edge. <laughs>
0: Uh, Ithaca Potter Festival every year around October that takes over the whole town for th- that is freaking awesome.
2: <laughs> what?
1: The whole town takeover. Oh, that that's, is cool. That's for a, pretty- a three-day fun. weekend. Wow, that, that would be amazing. Something. The Potter Festival. I love that. That would be something.
2: Wow, I I've never even heard of that. That sounds so. That yeah. sounds like so much fun. <laughs>
0: uh, it's, well, it's funny because a few years ago. Um I think it was season two of stranger things so what was that three years ago uh i happened to be in la at the time and you know the tower tower record the old tower records location on sunset
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i remember
0: yeah uh they had taken that over and done a whole like stranger things pop-up they turned it into the starcourt mall and uh uh, they had billboards all up and down Sunset um, uh, promoting it and you could go in and it was re- really freaking awesome
2: oh you know what now that you say that um, wasn't like the recent Comic Con they, they were promoting Cesare! the D&D movie.
0: they were promoting what?
2: they were promoting the D&D movie and they actually had like a full on D&D themed uh, bar as well like oh Oh guys, I don't know if don't you've know. seen it. Um, when they were promoting the what is it? The is it the den of thieves? We did a review on it for the yeah. D and Yeah, yeah, yeah. D&D. So um, they actually had oh, a wow. themed bar where, like, they had like audio visual of like a dragon flying over the bar, and oh, and they had D D <sighs> cool. themed drinks, and they had like a museum. Like the like there is a demand for it. It's there. There's a,
0: there's a huge demand for it. I have no doubt that if it's done right, um, there's a huge demand for it. I think. I mean, I I, I don't know. This is complete conjecture, but I, I think it's probably a balancing act between being like too too nerdy, you know, if uh, and and too commercial. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if you walk if, you walk, if you walk. If if you walk in and and you're gonna feel out of place if you're not actually playing D and D that's probably not a good thing. However, Fair. if you walk in and it's all cheese ball and you know to your point, uh, you know there's a there's a ye old Taco Bell or or McDonald's. It's gonna right, be like you know right. so probably. Um,
2: <laughs> I would love to visit a ye old Taco
1: Cesare, Bell. Cesare, <laughs> what is too nerdy? Mean? <laughs> too nerdy. You know what I mean,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chez, You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's it's probably um, it's probably like for me, I would like a really immersive, you know, visual and audio experience, mm, um, but one where you could feel comfortable either going to find a game and talk games D&D whatnot or just go have a drink or or whatever um, so that's fair <laughs> excuse bless me bless you
1: bless you no that's fair I, and and I guess that's that's an interesting point because like I think visiting Star Wars land is interesting uh-huh but it feels sold out like it feels that's, commercial that's right. what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I've heard, <clears throat> I've never been able to get reservations. But I heard when you go into the cantina, uh huh, it feels cool like yeah. that. So it's like, I mm. think it's that feeling and that that balance that you're trying to strike. You know, you want to be, <clears throat> um, you know, you want to be immersive. You want well, to that, that ruins it, is. it.
0: That ruins it. Also, you know, when ye old hamburger is like forty seven dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's like it's always that balance, right? It's that balance yeah. of. Yeah. You know, is does it look too slick and too modern? Yeah. Or does it look like something people feel like they can immerse themselves into? Oh, well, it's a tough to, one.
0: To your point, um, to your point about uh, uh, sold out, you know, you it has to <laughs> feel like if it feels like that, it's it's going to fail. So I think the risk uh, and I, I know what I was going to say to your original point of how risky it is. Mm. I think the risk involves picking your sub demographic and not trying to cater to everyone, even within this demographic. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or or pick the gamers and stick to it. And I'm not saying don't, you know, don't make other people feel uh, like they're not welcome, but you know, it should definitely have a feel to it, um, you know, to 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 keep up the uh, uh, the illusion that it is someplace special. Right,
1: right. And I
0: think that's part of the problem is once you try to uh, once you try to cater to the, the fans, but then also like the family that just wants to go have a, a, a
1: meal, a meal and mm-hmm. a beer, it's and- already like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's uncomfortable sitting there watching all these people be hyper weird
0: or the other way around or the it other way feels around. uncomfortable to be hyper weird you know with, with some with,
1: old curmudgeon sitting at a table right looking board. at you yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so. i think it would be fun and, so. and you know what torch Sierra brings up something that turned me on to the whole immersive experience mm. when i was a kid. Um, in Southern California, we had the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah! In Bolsa Chica Beach, so you could go to an old theater that could only hold and only ever could show one movie, um, uh, and they used to run the Rocky H- Horror Picture Show from Halloween all the way to the following year, and that was my very first like experience with this idea of oh, cultural immersion, like yeah. like the, a fan topic that people love. And you're all there having a shared immersive experience that Do really they still exists. do they still show movies at the Hollywood Cemetery? I don't know. That's a good question. They used to show movies at the Hollywood Cemetery also during Halloween. I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I, you know, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. It's weird oh that God. I. Know.
0: It's weird that I know so much about your guys' town.
1: <laughs> Speaking of the, if they ever build a restaurant or oh, wow. an immersive. Thing based on Arcane I'm there. I love that yeah. series that was such an amazing and I know Arcane's not D&D but it was so D&D like the story the characters was just so bomb so good uh, I feel the same about oh there's a LARP thing I wanted to share with you guys Yeah, let me pull it up because this is an amazing story it's called Battle of the Ring. Uh, uh, that, of the I, that I've seen, not personally, but that I've seen,
0: Andrew. Um, yeah, they did a whole—they uh, did the whole score of Star Wars.
2: Uh, I, I I want to see a like a, a live score of either God of War or like the Dark Souls games. Like <sighs> that's my dream right there. That would uh, be awesome. <laughs> Sorry, side. Bar,
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is sidebar. <laughs> but I don't think, you know, we're, obvi- we're again, we're focusing on d d because that is, you know, that is king. d is king in this world, and wow. that is what is um, as popular as you can get now. But, you know, I mean, we've mentioned Star Wars. We've mentioned Harry Potter. It could yeah. be, you know, anything. I mean, it, it could yeah, be a fucking been- Old West. It could be cyberpunk, i mean anything if done right. I actually think it would be really freaking cool to open up um either and i'm sure it it's, it has to exist. Yeah, almost like Westworld but without all the the deadly robots killing you. <laughs> um, well, Cuz like when you
2: think about like nerd stuff, you think either like D&D or Star Wars like yeah, basically.
0: Literally. But it would be really cool to open up either a large enough multi-floor uh bar slash restaurant oh, westworld yeah that or works. or a or a hotel and it has themed areas so here's your star Ooh. wars area here's your DD area here's your cyberpunk area that would be freaking so awesome.
1: there's this really cool larp <laughs> event that i've been to a couple times um it's called battle for the ring and every year Ooh. they post it on kickstarter and it's just they run it through kickstarter so everybody has a stake in it right like and I know there's, you know, live steel, LARPing, SCA, Reenactment. You know, there's all these different methods that we can immerse ourselves in certain things. But I've always been a fan of LARPing. I think it's a great way for young communities to come together and really build their own kind of like youth groups and like their own kind of youthful approach to how they view fantasy and how they can get together and and experience their version of fantasy and i've always loved the idea of this being a part of uh oh did we lose bry
2: yes he's almost (laughs) back
1: i think he hot keyed himself he totally did um but (laughs) what i really love about their commitment is they do it through kickstarter so as long as you fund it through Kickstarter, if you're a member of their kickstarter funding that's essentially your ticket to get in okay so self-promotion community promotion drives everybody to the kickstarter and if you really want the event to go off you know there's such a a group investment and like such a like an energy to it um and it's it's in a local place near me about maybe it's in chino hills um, at at prado park and it's just it's a fun time it's a really fun time
2: I, i gotta i
1: go ahead bear
2: I was just gonna be. Uh,
1: oh my god! No, now he did that on purpose, goddamn! Don't damn make it. me
2: cast a spell on you to grow like hair that goes down to the floor.
1: I don't know if that. I will make that happen. I want that spell. Curse! Yeah, I don't know if that was. I'm me. gonna make
2: you Rapunzel. <laughs> Rapunzel. Um, but I was gonna say that, like, I think it's really cool that there are these places and events for people to like live out like their fantasy. whatever it may be like it's really cool to have that ambitious spirit and entrepreneurial spirit to actually breathe that to life and actually have a place for people to come and visit and do that stuff like and i think that's why like you know like disneyland for example that's why they're so freaking successful is because they're bringing the tales of what people have grown up with or have been around and bring it to life. That's why there's so many people coming, and I think mm-hmm. with D and I think there's huge potential for that. It's I, I think it's at the ground floor right now, but people are starting to gain traction and and starting to make these places come to life. And like I and I like the fact that there are separate places for that. It's not like one giant conglomerate place. Like I'm not even sure if like would you think. Uh, D&D Beyond or the Wizards of the Coast would ever want to create a park like that do you think that's something that they would do
1: no no because I don't I think major corporations um, um, I know I've been there Chez Um, I think major corporations always have to satisfy the very first question can it be profitable yeah and if they don't feel like it can be profitable within a certain box of time of effort, they won't do it.
0: Yeah, again, I agree. I could see a D like Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars thing, or Harry Potter thing. But I could mm. see a D and D world within like Disneyland or Epcot. But mm. I, I think a whole, you know, I, I can't believe Knott's Berry Farm is around still. I mean, I went to that when I was like <laughs> fucking eight years old. Um, but uh, it's you know you you what you said is all is all um true barry and and it's also it's also a way to escape you know it's escapism Mm -hmm. it's like let's you know just have fun and forget about the shit of the world for a while um and uh you know and enjoy it
2: with sorry
0: no no no. i was just gonna say enjoy it with like-minded people
2: Well, yeah, and that's also, like, the spirit of Halloween, too. Like, you get to dress yeah. up and be something different. Like, yeah. these are places for you guys to experience that. Like, and that's what D&D is, too. You're mm-hmm. putting on a different person and playing So, a kind of
0: Here's what I'm going to open. I just had this this brilliant idea. This is going to be my, my fantasy-themed D&D place. It's going to be a, a huge open venue... Mm -hmm. And it's going to be LARPing. It's going to be... You know those human chess boards? Like it's large scale. yeah. Like from
1: like Harry Potter, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be D&D, and people are going to play D&D, but instead of minis, they're going to move people around, and people are going to act out and D so when you say like okay I go and cast fireball then you're the you're the wizard and you have to you know it's gonna be a...
2: that's fun it sounds it sounds like a lot of chaos okay involved. maybe not <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that'll be that's uh that's the, the oh, end, no. the end game of like Wally where everybody is just like 7,000 pounds in this chair with VR on that's gonna be uh um by the way we still gotta we still gotta uh play that mini golf game Andrew
2: <laughs> we've been
0: trying to hook up on Oculus for like three fucking weeks
2: <laughs> you know what I think honestly I think it does have potential to become a park or something I think at least maybe twenty or thirty years down the line, because I mean, uh, D&D's already starting to like, you know, make a movie and they're uh, you know building a franchise out of it. I mean, slowly but surely. I think it would be really cool. T. I think it would. The I think
0: it would be awesome. I mean, I would go. Um, I did just remember on Oculus there is uh actually Andrew turned me on to it. There's a game called Demio, which is basically yes. playing D and D like yeah you, you have you see your hand and you have minis and you pick up your minis and it's literally like playing D&D around a table and you can see each other because it's VR Whoa. As, as, as as against uh, as a, as much as I'm against D&D becoming a video game in its own you know in its own right this game is pretty freaking cool
1: <laughs> yeah Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay.
0: Um, Yeah, I think we wrap there. Um, Oops, wrong one. Uh, Rumors of a D and D world. (gasps) Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I heard that too. Yes.
2: I'm calling it.
0: We should all, we should like get all of these people that we've met, all of us who've met all each other and all these people during the pandemic remotely who like, I've never met you guys in person. We all need to like congregate somewhere in person and have just like a monster weekend. Um, That'd be fun. Oh, that's right. Thank you for reminding us. How's your staff coming? Look at her face. I I know you, buddy. I know you. We're Um, gonna,
2: we're gonna. I actually uh, have, I actually have the staff. Um, I'm actually considering which materials to use for the. uh, Yes. Um, Universal Studios. Yes. Yeah. See,
0: apparently, apparently, apparently it's a shitty idea because nobody wants to do it.
2: Yeah, so I already have a staff uh, ready. I just need to figure out the materials I need to put okay. for Mayward's staff. Uh, I'm not sure if I need to use Warbler because it is a base wood wooden staff. So, uh... Yeah, I'm not sure if it's Worbla or like foam needs to be applied to it. I'm... Reach
0: out to our buddy Marsman. Yeah, and, oh, and... also, uh, since you are doing not only like a, a craft build... But a a cosplay prop. Aww. Check out on Instagram this girl. This woman is just unfrickin' believable. If you like cosplay, <laughs> uh, hold on. God damn it! Like you... honestly,
2: I love it when people cosplay. By the way, I always want to go before. <laughs> hmm.
1: Brian asked, "How do you type? How do you? How do computers work, Brian?" Oh, I can't remember her
0: actual. <laughs> I can't remember her actual uh, screen name because it's spelled weird. God damn it! Lavers. Keep talking, yeah. So I find I'm really this. looking
2: forward to that, and I'm also thinking about. I mean, I'm gonna try to make light up crystals. I mean, Ooh. I feel like that's gonna be a little bit overwhelming for me.
1: <laughs> well, keep in mind if you go to the, a lot of the hobby stores, bear, they have mm-hmm. a lot of like small LED wire lights and. Like lights that you can put into like plastic crystals and stuff like that. You, you yeah. Can do it. I mean, look at your light show going on behind you. Ooh. You got it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about it. I'm just like, I have to breathe and then actually do it. So, mm. um, Ooh, yeah.
1: I got to show you guys my new dragon that my one of my players painted for me. It's a fey dragon. <gasps> really?
0: Oh, wow oh my gosh
2: whoa it's colorful too
1: it's uh basically it's i think it's the ancient white dragon and i had her i have plenty of white dragons so i had her um go creative and she painted it fey style so it's it's meant to be a fey dragon
2: does it does it breathe glitter and fire, 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 glitter, farts, <laughs> cotton
1: candy, and there belly you go.
2: Beans. That's how you know it's <laughs> okay. Uh, Sharon, I'm
0: gonna have to send you the uh, her feed because she's uh, okay. She is unbelievable with her her cosplay work. So I will send it yeah. to you. I apologize, I can't find it right
2: now. I'm excited um, to
0: Take a look. Cool.
2: Okay. Um. Let's uh. Let's, let's wrap, wrap it wrap up. It up. Um, well, thank you, Dorito. I'll be sure to check that out for the LED light strings. Because uh, um, yes. I was thinking of making the base at the bottom and then kind of like wiring it around because the crystals are at the bottom. And I'm going to have to etch runes and stuff like that. So uh, it's a lot of detail work. So I that's why I was thinking Mars, of using uh, Warbler or something. Yeah, I don't know where to get that, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll,
0: talk, we'll talk offline. Um, awesome. Well, this was... Uh, I had, like I said, I am... Uh, uh, admittedly, uh, not very um, versed in this stuff. Um, as as I said, and the only place that I've been to is Renfair, but I'm going to have to start checking out these places because they look just amazing. Just really amazing. Yeah, and amazing. some of them
2: are up and coming. Yeah,
0: so totally. You have
2: time to book your reservations now and be the first ones in line.
0: All right, awesome. Rollies. All right, Rollies.
2: Roll- oh, we're doing Rollies! Yay!
0: Yes. All right, here we go. I got the... Uh, my unlucky die has not been so unlucky. Although I just dropped it. God darn it. <laughs> uh, all right. Told you I'm, more, I'm firing on two cylinders here. Uh, I hear you. I,
2: I got a six.
0: Hold on. I got a Chat ten.
2: Rollies if you want. <laughs> I can't
0: see the damn thing. Put, put on your magical spectacles. I got an eight. I took them out. I put on the contacts to go with the Eddie Munson. And, and uh, I can barely see anything. What'd you get? I got
1: an Eight. I You're up, Chase. Out. Oh, so, everybody, as always, we are here to celebrate some very immersive experiences. And thank you all for joining us. Um, I can't stress it enough. Community is important. This community that we're building together, and when you guys come and hang out with us, and those that come and watch us later on, the point of community is to create your own groups that either are coming together for purposes of playing or having a good conversation, have a drink over a beer, have a meal, and talk about this amazing thing we call play. And when you're playing, you're practicing parts of your brain you never get to use. And with that, Brian, where can we find you?
0: Uh, RPG and Co. Uh, Instagram is the best, but uh, check out my Linktree. Also, our yeah, Linktree slash RPG and Co. I gotta look at it actually to see what it is.
1: <laughs> but, and Barry, uh, where can we find you? Oh.
2: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode, special episode of Lawfully Chaotic Halloween Edition. You can find me over here at Bot at Instagram, and you can also catch me on Saturdays, 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time over at the D&D Club's Twitch channel for the Gray campaign where I play a druid Kalistar named Mayra. Where can we find you, Storyteller?
1: Ooh, Storyteller, you can find me over at TTRPG Academy over at Twitch where you can find all of our socials. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're everywhere. Um, If you're looking for that professional DM to run your game, hit me up, join us on our Discord, or just have a conversation with me and I'll help you learn how to set up a game online and we'll talk about getting you a community together and getting you and your friends playing and having a good old time. And as I always like to say... Wait, happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Happy Halloween. Halloween. We'll see you next week. And now Um, say... Be safe be kind and play a game. It's good for your mental health. Bye everybody.
2: Bye, thank you for joining us.